That was a big one for me. Bewitched, I feel as to a point I had explained how seeing Nathan Bailey every morning and Angela and how that just lit up my world, but it did. And I had been doing that as long as I could remember and it came on at 7.05. So by 7.05, I was ready and had exercised and done what I needed to do and I I had time to watch that show from 7.05 to 7.35. And... And I really love that they don't, you know, a lot of shows have the song and then they go to commercial to get you to wake up. Can't just go sit on my chair. I'm okay down there. I love it. And my dad says, you know, why do you feel like you can't watch Bewitched anymore? Why do you feel like you have to do that? How are you doing? And I watched him. And I I said, Dad, he said, what are you trying, do you think it's going to make you be better? I don't know, but it it sure is intimidating to see all these smart people up there who don't want to make up. I mean, they were, you know, the girls in medical school back then were just a little more lonesome. But it was a little different of a crowd, to say the least. And the guys all seemed really smart. But, you know, I think as a girl you always think guys are smart until you get older and you realize they're but I just thought that they all seemed to know what they were doing and I just do what they do and my dad said you know life is a series of poops and one of the hardest things you'll ever do is figure out which hoops you have to jump through and which ones you need I said okay well I don't have that figured out yet so I hope Bewitched will not make that. I don't think that's a hoop you need to jump through. Oh, I was shocked. Wow. And I didn't jump through it. And I ultimately did just fine. I had very good grades and later found that studying with people who are mean always took the fun out of it enjoy studying by myself I could do note cards and I tried math I could come up with the craziest ways to remember some equation but it for me was fun to do it that way and to do it by myself and I learned something really valuable in that it helped me to and that that was a hoop that I didn't And if you think about all the times in your life where that comes up, where you feel like in order to do something, you have to do it like other people. And building a medical practice, I think, (laughs) it was uh, making a schedule and not starting at 6 o'clock in the morning. I mean, until I had my own practice, that's just what I did didn't have a choice so realizing the things that you do because you have to do you really have to or is that just your perception and how do you figure out if that's something you have to do and it really really makes 
curious to try it. But I think as women, we get incredibly intimidated, at least when we were a lot, when we were younger, and we still do it when we're older, just just in a different way. But we want to take taking things back. So I'd rather order something online, try it on, and send it back than have to go to somebody that I know at a store and return something. And it's the silliest thing, it, but that's the way it is. It is. But I'm shaking my head even more now. <laughs> and I like to try things on my own house. So I, let, I mean, but we all do that to some extent. We just let people intimidate us about different things that as a female physician is crazy the number of salespeople like whether they're saying on raises or just over the course of the past 10 years they're you know selling something for me to use and they're still they can't call you out there they just they'll either say Dr. Melanie or they'll say they'll call me by my first name and you know, they would never think of doing that to a male physician. And it makes you wonder how much of that is something that is perceived that it's, you know, they can get away with it. And it seems that's a big number. And I, I think we can change that. I mean, letting people have the idea that they can treat you how they want or they can say things to you if you don't tolerate it they won't do it now whether that means you have to change the people that you're around or don't people just react I think they do I think that the stronger you get all of a sudden you see like what happens and what's happening in your life and you find ways to take control of it and I think people around you respond to that in that if you're not going to take it they're not going to take it I mean when I say that song you're not going to take it I actually love that song <laughs> but it we all have our own way and whether you're in medicine or any any career choice as a female, you're in some ways have been thought of as less, even to someone who's selling you things. I mean, who's trying to get you to buy things. They can't be respectful the way that they would if you were a man. And they need you to buy it. I mean, I guess that's, that's one I sticks with me because it is traditionally people that sell medical equipment it's just that I don't want to say slimy but just that slimy man in a suit kind of thing and their attitude towards at least me I, I'm not sure if all female physicians feel this way but watch the difference in how they interact with me or my partner here at the clinic they you know would say hard but also very fun and someone they all like I mean they had have a 
week, the more I rush to have a drink type attitude with him, but yet treated him with more respect. And I think that learning to create that sense of confidence in yourself is what propels you to be able to portray it, to show it, so that when someone, I mean, we all, the makeup counter is a good example. Like, if you walk up to a makeup counter, can you tell, like, within six seconds or less, that that woman is going to be able to recommend something you would want? I mean, you can't, you know, like, you can always tell the people that are really good at makeup. There's just no question, because they just, I don't know what's different about makeup hair I can get really confused <laughs> like I can think someone's great and boy can I be wrong um, clothes like sometimes you have to shop with somebody a few times and to realize that they're just going to say oh that looks great or you can trust them but makeup you always know I don't know what it is about it like you can look at somebody and it's not just looking at their makeup because some of the best ones you know is it that that's a field where you have to be really confident because you're actually touching someone. I'm not sure what it is, but I know that's something that we can all relate to. And we want to be that really good makeup artist. I mean, we want to be that person that someone walks up to that just knows we got this. And when you're in your field and you're in your element, like I never have to think about that. If I'm in a room with a patient, I can look at somebody I can look at somebody across the room and know exactly what I would do. Like I usually start by look at seeing like their very best feature, whether it's their eyes, their mouth, the shape of their face, their cheekbones, and then finding ways to enhance that. That's second nature to me. If I'm somewhere and somebody asks me about that, I'm good. I mean, I, I don't that's what I love and that's what I feel confident about but there are all these other situations in life and then running a business that come up that I think you really have to work at establishing yourself in more than one modality I mean maybe some people don't have to work at it but I do I mean I read about it I have read so many books well listen to so many books and learn so much about running a business and it's not something I ever had any kind of idea what I was doing at all and we certainly weren't trained to do it but I think that human factor comes in when you see that people because you're a woman people are going to treat you different whether it's employees whether it's salespeople, bankers, accountants. You can't just seek out all women because they act different towards women too. Um, so it creates this very unique set of circumstances that take a minute to even realize are going on. Like you just can't figure out why nothing seems to be smooth and 
so much of it is our interactions and they are very different as women. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that there's not enough written and there's not enough thought from women, you know, that are, I think, so that you know it's not just you. I think that's where Instagram has been so amazing in giving women an opportunity to write about how it feels as a female and there's a hashtag as a woman and I started reading it and I was like wow you know I mean as a woman things are different gosh they can be so fantastic I mean who wants I don't want to be a man I just want to help other women through the things that I've learned because I've learned them the hard way I've worked for someone for while in Gulf Shores for three years and was at a fellowship and Gulf Shores is a very remote place and you know I I guess there were so many things I wasn't aware of in the quote real world I moved to Birmingham and practiced with a vascular surgeon who died very suddenly falling off a ladder and there you go um that's you're on your own and you're trying to do something that you really don't know how to do at all you're trying to google it (laughs) you tried to google and i mean i've googled everything on what performing arts practices you know when you had to look on a practice sheet to find the percent to put in your computer I mean, there's not much I haven't Googled. But in retrospect, those are very easy things, potentially. And I think it's important that you know every aspect of your business. But keeping the big picture in mind and realizing that as you develop yourself and as you develop your confidence, not only as being loved, but as being able to run a business I mean and I don't mean just the day to day just providing the the mission the aligning everyone you know almost like plugging a phone in and hitting sync I mean just syncing people to your purpose especially when it's a different purpose especially when you're not a typical physician and when you don't do things in a way that everyone's used to. I mean, when you reach out and you try to do something different, it's hard. And it's not hard in a bad way. And I think what could make it easier is if you just knew, okay, it's going to take two years before you're going to have a confidence that you can do this. Just, Just take that and accept it. I mean, that's just kind of a good feeling. You know, when somebody tells you how long something's going to take, and you think, okay, like if you, if you're taking a test and the little time comes up, you're not going to shy me out. I mean, that's most often that's comforting because you know that you'll be finished and you you have a some order, some structure to knowing exactly what you how much time you've got. 
And I think that as part of my podcasting and sharing experiences, I want to help women, no matter what business it is, by sharing things that I didn't know and that no one told me and that I really couldn't find on Google. Beyond the the black and white things, the things that you know when things people are a little different or they want to meet you at six or seven at night, and I think of the men from my growth and their whatever their thoughts and ideas must have been and how much it would hurt my feelings if I felt like someone wasn't taking me seriously or they wanted to meet me at a restaurant or first of all I'm very shy I think I've gone to a restaurant with one man in my life that I did not know and I didn't stay and I did it because my mentor and someone who trained me asked me to go out this person and he was a physician we should have gotten along so great but he started asking where all his voices were from and I, I just I don't know I guess that bothered me but I was just so uncomfortable I really didn't want to hear where they're from I still don't like that part okay I guess it's just some my passion and love for animals and I don't know. I wouldn't want to know where somebody died before I ate them, but that that's just me. And I'm way in left field on that one. But it was just sitting there with someone I didn't know was so incredibly uncomfortable for me. My dad used to joke and say, why can't you just go on a date? Why do you have to go out to dinner for two years, three years, ten years? I don't really, I guess because by the time I would feel comfortable going and sitting alone with somebody, I knew that that's what I would want. But all that being said, so there, there is this, it makes you very afraid of people. And that's a strong word to use, but it does. When you start seeing how you, you're treated differently as a female, you almost just want to hold up and do everything yourself and have no one in your shop and you don't feel like you can trust anyone. And that's a feeling that is very isolating. And as women, I know that part of me thinks, used to think, okay, that's because of what I wore or that's because of what I did. And to stop that, those thoughts, and to see it for what it is, it takes time, but I think to hear someone telling you, that's just the way it is, like, as you grow in your business as a woman, you're going to encounter so much of that, and of letting it hurt your feelings is just such a waste of emotion, because they're just, those type of people are so beneath anything anyone would ever want in their life. 
look back on it and think, how could you have let Melanie go? And I just, I thought, I did it with pepper spray. I mean, I don't think maybe anyone would have known. But you can't let it make you afraid of people because there also comes a time when you can't keep doing everything yourself. And you have to learn to trust people. And that's very hard, especially when people have hit on you or people have stolen from you. And But if you stop trusting people, you stop growing. And that's, that's something that you really, you can say, oh, I trust, but to really on your soul level know that you can sort through people and find the ones that you genuinely trust is probably the biggest business life lesson I've ever learned and I'm still learning. I learn every day because without that, it's just miserable and very lonely. And for me, you know, it's such a fun thing that I do. I love what I do so much. And I used to just think if I could just do this, I'd love anybody. But you want to be the Amazon store. You know, where you go in and there's nobody there. And yet, you know, you would miss the experience. And there are ways to trust the right people and to sort through it. And to see people maybe the first time for who they really are. And the first step to doing that is having the confidence to know that you know what you're doing and that you got this. And if someone doesn't align with that, instead of blaming yourself, you just walk away and move on. Thank God. And a good one. A very good one.